Welcome to Share Truth, Apply Scripture, the radio program for EngageMagazine.net on American Family Radio. We all know people who, or at least we've seen videos on YouTube of people <laughs> who really, really enjoy debating Christians. Mm. Um, I've even seen Christians who enjoy debating non-Christians, and yeah. we're going to get yeah. into just a little bit of that in studio. We've got Jordan Shambly, as always, and in Wesley Wildman's place. Wesley is out this week. We have Cedra Sarton. I said it right. You got it. I got it. So if you, little inside joke, if you missed last week, you can always go catch that, engagemagazine.net slash podcast. Last week, we talked about people who are simply uninterested in the gospel, some of the obstacles that we have to face, some of the ways we can approach that. Um, and in this program, we're specifically talking about those who are antagonistic yep. to the gospel. The reason we did that is because the approach needs to be a little different, mm-hmm. a little varied. Now, before you get your walls up or you know your blood starts boiling and you're thinking, all right, I'm getting ready for a fight. Um, by the way, if you want to see my little jive with a with a fight, you can go. Uh, we are on Float YouTube like a now. Sting like a bee. That's how I roll. <laughs> That's what he was just doing. So, <laughs> so um, you can always watch us on YouTube, and you can see our beautiful smiling faces. Mm. Um, my mommy says it's a beautiful face. Anyway. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So, uh, my everybody else says I have a face for radio. <laughs> so, but here's the thing: there is a bit of a difference, and we're not going to come up and say, "Okay, here's the twelve step apologetic mm-hmm. approach." Here's the way you can answer any question. There are great apologists who have answers. And I've studied apologetics for a couple of years now, and I still don't have answers. (laughs) I will read an answer, and I'll listen to somebody give an answer, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I can give it. No, especially in the heat of a moment when you're just, you know, not not ready, you know, mentally prepared Mm -hmm. for a confrontation. (laughs) And you've come up on a situation with a person who is not, does not fit that scenario or that situation. Yeah, a lot of them are scenario specific. Yeah. Right. And that's why I don't like Mm -hmm. trying to do that. I don't like trying to say, memorize, memorize these answers and you're going to be okay. There may be some time for that. But I think more often what we need to do is understand the principles of Scripture and the approach that we are to use mm-hmm. when we when we come across these. And so I think the first thing we have to do is try to understand why people are antagonistic to the gospel. Mm. Because if all we do is hear people say, oh, this is just uh, Christianity yeah. is terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, why? <laughs> but we typically don't ask why. Instead, we start immediately debating what they brought up. Exactly. And... and that's rarely a, a winning strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, the, I, I, I'm not an apologetics person. That is not my strength by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but the few videos that I've watched um, on YouTube uh, where people have done this, um, the ones that stood out to me were where the, um, the Christian would take the time to get behind the argument and get to know the person, where mm-hmm. they're at, who they are, mm-hmm. why they're antagonistic, not just their reasons and recited, you know, arguments why. Um, because if you're just dealing with the argument, well, first of all, you you don't easily care about the person. Right. All you're, yeah. all you're going to do, and, and this is one of the biggest things, if all you do is win an argument, mm-hmm. you've not won anything. Yeah, anybody yeah. can win an argument. Do we have time right. for a quick 
personal story? We do, Cedra. Cedra always has great stories. Yeah. Well, I, I've actually, and this was a while back, a few years ago, um, got into a Facebook message discussion. Mm-hmm. It was private, oh, those are always productive. It was private messaging because I don't normally like to have any kind of outburst arguments and stuff, yeah. you know. But um, this person was just completely antagonistic. He was, you know, hateful towards me at first. And I realized that his questions were designed to try to uh, mm-hmm. pull me down, prove mm-hmm. me wrong. And he kept putting them at me. And I didn't, I never answered in kind. Like, yeah. I, I, in like, that's not saying something for me because I wanted to. Right. I wanted to, I wanted to be yeah. like, hey now. But um, I went I went back and I just kept answering his questions as calmly as possible. And the whole time I was praying, Lord, give me strength. Do not let me answer in anger. Mm-hmm. And I kept going and kept going. And I noticed over time his questions became less angry and more, you know, like mm-hmm. searching. Genuine. Yeah, genuine, yeah. searching for answers. And I don't know if I ever changed this guy's mind because I did right. not know him. He was not an actual friend of mine on Facebook. But he uh, eventually said, can I ask you a question? And I said, well, yeah. I mean, I, you you know, what? And You've already asked 100 I mean, guys. No, no, I said, well, I turned around and I, you know, and I said, can I ask you one more question? I said, yeah. He said, uh, um, do you hate me? And I said, no, I don't hate you. And then he said, I can tell. And he said, and that's the reason why I'm not mad at you anymore. Wow. And you see, <laughs> I don't know if I ever changed his mind on, his, on, yeah. on the way he lived, on, on christianity right but maybe maybe mm-hmm. so wow right and that's the thing we have to take our time and and actually invest and typically mm. that's what this is going to take so mm-hmm. what i want to do uh in in this segment is i want to take a look at some specific reasons these are not all of the reasons that people are right. antagonistic but i think if we if we speak in real generalities mm-hmm. uh these are some of the most common antagonistic mm-hmm. reasons people uh or people reasons people look antagonistically mm-hmm. at Christianity. Yeah, and by the way, you're listening to Share Truth, Apply Scripture on American Family Radio, and hopefully you're also watching us on our YouTube channel. Um, we started this a while ago, mm-hmm. um, and we sort of you know, fiddled around with a camera, and, and it just explored little possibilities, of mm-hmm. things that we could do, but we decided to take a different, uh, what am I looking for, just a... Approach. Approach, yeah. And um, we started, you know, brainstorming. That cold lasted a long time. Man, I'm telling you, it's rough. <laughs> anyway, so, so this used to be Engage Radio on American mm-hmm. Radio. Now it's Shared Truth by Scripture, um, repackaged for you too. So please follow us uh, there. Yep, yep, absolutely. So the, the first kind of antagonistic approach uh, to Christianity is the claim that all Christians are bigots. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, and Cedra, I think your story kind of spoke to yeah. this. When when someone says that, at least this has been my experience, when someone says, oh, all Christians are bigots and I don't want to have anything to do with them, okay, what have I done to you? I, I refuse to make an argument that is nameless and faceless, mm-hmm. okay? So I always make it personal. What have I done that is bigoted toward you? Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm not saying here are the very words that you need to say, but I will say don't allow um, somebody to paint with a broad brush and say all Christians are Unless you want to say all Christians are children of God, which is a true statement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I do think it goes into when we are pursuing righteousness, right? Bigotry has no room in that. Right, exactly. And so when we're living out the gospel, um, and we can can genuinely say, okay, what have I done? Mm -hmm. What has my family done that that even appears... Mm -hmm. Bigoted. Yeah, and uh, and I think that question doesn't need to be just so that you can get them to see that you're not a bigot. Right. I think it needs to be a, a real question um, because sometimes I've I've looked back on. I mean, 
it's horrible looking back on your Facebook history oh, and yeah. seeing what kind of person you were. <laughs> I got to tell you, I may have not been one, but I looked like it sometimes. Just because I would say something stupid, I would repost something. Mm-hmm. I, I would th- not think about what I was doing, what I was putting out there. And I can see how somebody who's antagonistic towards Christianity could go back and look at my life and say, well, you know, you, you are a real Christian, and this is how you were. Yeah. And, and here's the yeah. thing, but that is also a great opportunity mm-hmm. to say, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I I said that. I did that. I had that attitude, and I was wrong, mm-hmm. and, and, and I repent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you want to understand what repentance is, we actually have a whole episode on that. But... When we ask the question, how have I been bigoted, like you said, that needs to be a genuine question. It's not a gotcha. Mm -hmm. It's a genuine question. And if there is an instance where you've had uh, that kind of an attitude, um, repent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And repent openly. So I think that there's another one. And again, we we would have a very similar approach. And it's all Christians are hypocrites. Mm. Or just general (laughs) Christians are hypocrites. How many times have you guys heard that one? Yeah. Um. Several times. <laughs> Once or times. twice. So, yeah. Here's the thing. When people typically mm. say that, what they mean is Christians will preach against sin, but they also mm. do sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to go. You got One of the things you got to look at over all of these points is, are these really Christians that you're looking at? And mm-hmm. that's, you know. That, that's a discussion. Yeah, it's have. a discussion, which we did have. What is a Christian? So you can go back yep. to our podcast, yes, engagemagazine.net, yeah. and you can uh, <laughs> listen to those. I'm sorry. Only I can plug previous shows. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you didn't think about I'm it. I'm here. So. I will be editing this later, so try. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, but it, it you that's when you have to continue to encourage people to look at scripture. I'm like, if you want to argue with me, go to scripture. What does it say? Um, mm-hmm. Know know my side, and I will so I can know your side. Mm-hmm. And if you want to really argue with me, and then they'll see this is what a Christian is supposed to be. Now, mm-hmm. do I line up with that? Yeah, and I think that that is so. What we're doing in that, and, and Cedra, I think that that's such a great point. We need to point those who are, who are antagonistic to, to Christianity. We still point them to Scripture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is an, an apologetic school that says, "Oh, well, we have to get them to a particular point before we can bring them to the Scriptures." Right. I'll be honest with you; I disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, now, there's a lot of apologetics uh, apologists and a lot of Christians who I highly, highly admire and respect, mm-hmm. who will say, no, we, we need to do this before we bring them to Scripture. All I can say is, I have no authority to speak into their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can bring Scripture, which does have authority. Right. And, and that's, Scripture is the only authority that I can stand on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I do, I bring them back to Scripture, and I'll say, hey, look, I'm not perfect. I preach that sin is sin. Mm-hmm. And because of that, if you want to call me a hypocrite because you say, oh, you preach against this against this sin and you're guilty of this sin, well, yeah. yeah. I am just as much in need of the grace and mercy of God today mm-hmm. as I was the day I became a believer. Mm-hmm. That has not changed. That never will change. Mm-hmm. I will always be in the need of of God's grace and mercy and forgiveness. But now I have a deeper understanding of my sin. And believe me, what you think you see mm-hmm. is not near as bad as what's really there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, what, I can't think of anything more disarming to somebody who's antagonist than a humble attitude. 
I mean, what's the what's the proverb? A soft answer turns away wrath. Mm-hmm. You know, if if they're coming at you to fight, and you don't put your fist up, instead you're just like, well, come here, let's just you know. Right. If somebody comes to you and says you're yeah. a dirty, filthy sinner, and you say, yep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what, I mean what, what can they do? They have nothing to grab you by. You know what I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> well, it's kind of like this. When you're going, if you're going 80 miles down the, the highway and the, the speed limit is 60 and mm-hmm. you see a cop, you get nervous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if you're doing the speed limit... No, I still get nervous. Yeah. <laughs> I get a little nervous. I'm paranoid. But... So here's the thing. We've got a lot more to talk about uh, with those who are antagonistic to the faith and how we can approach them, how we can have these really deep, really important discussions mm-hmm. of, about faith. And we're going to do that in the next segment. You're not going to want to miss it.